0: I'm Myra Flynn, and you're listening to Radio Eight Ball with Andras Jones.
1: Radio Eight Ball. Radio Eight Ball. Radio Eight Ball. Radio 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 Eight Ball. Radio April, give us a shake We're in the studio, tempting fate Wherever you are, for the questions to the songs Which we randomly select Here with the help of a friend synchronicity Now it's time for Now it's time for Now it's time for video about Give us a shame Give us a shame All right Radio April Radio
2: April
1: Radio April Radio April, give us a shake We're in the studio, tempted fate. fade Wherever you are Put questions to the songs which we randomly select here with the help of a friend with the Now it's time for, now it's time for, now it's time for, now it's time for radio Give us a shake Give us a
2: shake.
1: All right. Uh Radio April. Now that I got your attention, let me say it again. Radio April. Give us a shake. We're in the studio. Tempting things Wherever you are We're putting questions To the songs Which we randomly select here With the help of our friend Synchronicity And now it's time Radio 8 Ball Give us a shake It's the Radio 8 Ball Show
3: Welcome to Radio 8 Ball. I'm your host, Andras Jones, and this is the show where we answer questions by picking songs at random and interpreting those randomly chosen songs as the answers to the questions like picking musical tarot cards. This is season three, The The Appening, appening, appening. where we are engaging the the pop oracle via the Radio 8 Ball app, which is filled with every song recorded in the history of Radio 8 Ball, as well as a couple of hundred of my own. Just saying. In last week's episode of Radio 8 Ball Season 3, The Appening, Anna Hilberg of the band Dream Date asked the pop oracle, What
4: month will the shelter-in-place end?
3: And as the randomly chosen answer from the Radio 8 Ball app, she received Gabriel Gordon's Paper Airplane.
1: If I was on the other side of the world And you asked me to roll up the earth down deep in the dirt and get down and send it to you. Here's what I do. I fold it up and send it to you in a letter, in a paper, in a paper, yeah.
3: This week, Gabriel Gordon and his new partner in music and love, Cecilia Beck, will be joining us to discuss Anna's reading and engage the pop oracle with their own question. Gabriel Gordon already psychedelicized this episode with his extended four-minute remix of his version of the Radio 8 Ball theme song that kicked off our show. You heard his collaboration with K.P. Hawthorne on the Joni Mitchell-style Radio 8 Ball theme song that kicked off last week's episode, and we'll be hearing something from his new project with Cecilia, which is called Gate to Venus, at the end of this session. But first, let's give a little love and context to Gabriel's epic version of the Radio 8 Ball theme song we heard at the beginning of this show. It all started when, well, when I booked gabriel to be the musical guest for an episode in june of 2018 and i asked him if he could john bryan up the theme song and by that i was referring to the producer composer multi-instrumentalist john bryan who gabriel gordon and i are both fans of and who as far as i know pioneered the act of building a track right there uh in front of the audience with him playing all the instruments and laying down one thing after another uh, and sort of crafting it right there and in front of everyone. And that's what Gabriel did, or at least that's how it started. He did that at the beginning of the session we recorded in June Uh, at Starburns Industries in Burbank, California, but then he went home with the track and uh, he went full-on prints with it for like uh, the next week, sending me multiple versions as remixes uh, as he tinkered away and played with it and it was... Oh, it was just a great, a great week, a very creative and fun week for me, uh, and I think for him as well. And the version that opened this episode is the most ornate and indulgent of them all, and I figure why not, right? Because uh, we got an extra couple of minutes for some psychedelic explorations before we kick into our synchronicity show. Of course, after that opening, it's all kind of through hill from here. Which is to say, neither up nor downhill, but through it, on the subcellular level. I'm not kidding you. We're going to veer through Atlantis, a jet set party in the 1970s, a pandemic masonette in Berlin, and a fractious episode from Radio 8 Ball's past. There's also the bonus episode, available to our Patreon subscribers, at the low, low price of just $1 or more per month. And uh, this week... Should you choose to follow us behind that curtain into the exploration of the Four of Wands? Gotta check out the bonus episode to know what I'm talking about. Uh, this song, written by Anya Marina, that originally appeared on her 2016 album named Paper Plane, make of that what you will, that I performed as the answer to a question from Matt Brousseau of the Profiles and Eccentricity podcast, is going to assist you in decoding my reading. Oh, Andres, I thought I I, uh, but, I I already know my question doesn't okay. change. Okay, so what so what is your question for the pop oracle,
1: Matthew? How am I gonna die?
3: How are you gonna die?
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Okay. Well You did throw them for a <laughs> We're down to two questions, two, two songs left on the board. Right. So we have exhausted the wheel, we've oh, exhausted the cards, <laughs> and now <laughs> We're going to go to the binary oracular divinatory tool, the coin, and so... My coins identify as non-binary. If it, uh... It it was on the the sill over there. Yeah, I found it. It's my busted up coin. Yeah. So, the potential answers are song number two, Mm -hmm. Airwaves. Ooh, that would be good. How are you going to die? Airwaves. Uh, Not bad. Or song number three... Gimme Resurrection. <laughs> song number two <laughs> is uh, right, Airwaves by Let's do it. Bart Davenport. Song number three is Gimme Resurrection by Anya Marina. And now I'm going to ask you to flip the Radio 8 coin. If it lands on heads, it's song number two, which is uh, Airwaves and it lands on tails. It's song number three, Gimme Resurrection. And now flip the Radio 8 coin. Oh, you didn't do the flail? Okay, cool. You know, I thought you might do the... Th- the. Oh, th- no, I don't... You I don't, don't do not believe in that coward shit. Okay, okay. So, <laughs> I didn't know it was cowardly, but okay, fine.
1: Except the fall.
3: So, okay, it's song number three, Gimme Resurrection. <laughs> uh, Dude,
5: you're gonna that that's awesome.
3: Gimme Resurrection. Gimme Restraint. Cause I've been gunning it to get there. And I've been running away Give me good intentions Even the score Come on and give me lots of lip And let me Direction, don't disappear. No, I don't need another yes man. Show me some fear. Give me good intentions. Give me a ride. We'll be like people on vacation every day of our lives. Oh, 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 oh,
2: oh,
3: oh, 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 oh With something so fine in the palm of my hand Don't wanna mess around,
2: don't wanna
3: mess around Don't wanna mess around, Lord knows I messed around Don't want to mess around, don't want to mess around, don't want to mess around. Lord knows I messed around, don't want to mess up, don't want to mess up. Now that I have had it, I never want to give it up. Give me resurrection, give me a chance, come on and spin me like a record, make me want to dance. I'll get you back, something right, I'll make you sing it out your window every night.
2: Oh 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 oh
3: oh oh Well done. Very, uh, yeah that's uh, very Anya Marina. A Anya great Maria. song from Anya Marina. Her version, much better. But that was a joy to do for you as the answer to a question that, uh, all of us, I think we've all been wondering about is when are you going to die? Oh, how are you going to die? Yes, how yes. is Matt Brusso going to kick off this mortal coil and ascend to his rightful place amongst the gods? Yeah. Yeah. So. So, yes. Olympus. Yeah. So. so bit. I'll include the link to that episode in its entirety in the show notes. Now that episode from February 20th, 2019 is actually worth exploring a little bit. Uh, This week I had the good fortune to be a guest on the In the Trenches podcast with Ryan Roxy of Alice Cooper's band. Alice Cooper had a cameo in the film The Attic Expeditions from 1999 that I starred in with Seth Green, and Bruce Witkin of the Hollywood Vampires produced my new single, Absolutely No Sense of Humor. Uh, Alice Cooper and Johnny Depp and Bruce and Ryan are all in The Hollywood Vampires. But that's not why Ryan had me on his show. Turns out that Ryan Roxy is a a huge dickhead. Which is to say that he is a fan of Andy Dick. And aren't we all dickheads in that regard? I know I am. Uh, Andy, an old and dear friend of mine, starred in the video for absolutely no sense of humor, and that led to this cool bit of promotion to the, I don't know, world of Alice Cooper and his fellow vampires. I couldn't really get into it on Ryan's show, but there really is no way to understand the song Absolutely No Sense of Humor or Radio 8 Ball's departure from Starburns, for that matter, without comprehending the episode, that reading I just played you with Matt Brousseau, and uh, my version of Anya's song came from. For that episode, I was the musical guest, but instead of doing my own songs, I covered the songs of once and future Radio Eight Ball guests: Peter David Connolly, Vivian Cook, Colleen Green, Bart Davenport, Marilyn Lord, uh, Josh Claytonfelt, who was never a guest but is always a guest uh, in a way. And of course, Anya Marina and the song I played you and that episode with the hosts of the podcasts, the Mormon and the Method, and ethnically ambiguous, as well as profiles and eccentricity is such a, a, a weird nexus of sync for this project that I feel like I'm going to be referring to it without mentioning it for some time to come. So if you're in the mood to do a little homework And if you find yourself called to the pop oracle, there's a good chance you'll find some aspect of your, dare I say, tower card contained within. So, you know, walk consciously. It's actually quite funny and congenial, the episode, on the surface. Uh, Like the clip I just played. But it packs a quantum wallop. uh, One I am still completing to this day. And speaking of today, my today, which is, of course, your yesteryear, uh, the randomly chosen pop oracle song of the day for April 15th, 2020, when I had my conversation with Gabriel Gordon and Cecilia Beck, was uh, a song called Blanket Fork. That was recorded on April 10th, 2007 at KAOS in Olympia, Washington by Onyx of Olympia, a.k.a. Onyx O'Lovely, a.k.a. Onyx Dixon.
4: tips of our fingers we read you the
3: April 15th, 2020, with Gabriel Gordon, whose song, Paper Airplane, was the answer to Anna Hilberg's question in our last episode. And Gabriel is joining us from Berlin? Yes, Berlin. Welcome to Radio 8 Ball. Welcome back to Radio 8 Ball, Gabriel.
1: Thank you, Andreas. I'm so happy to be here from the other side of the world.
3: Wonderful. And uh, how are you... Pandemicking through this what are you where are you what are you doing to fill your hours give us a snapshot
1: basically I'm in Berlin and I I'm attempting to start an herb garden for my kitchen for me and my my lady's kitchen Cecilia um, I planted some mint some parsley and some it, some other. And basil. Yeah, and basil. Uh, And I'm waiting to see those grow. There's some bulbs upstairs, some flowers coming up. But uh, basically, it's just, you know, it's one of these things like uh, there's not much we can do about it except to go within.
3: Well, yes, but you're also not entirely going within. You're also putting on concerts and making records and you're broadcasting pretty... You're, d- you're definitely continuing to, p- to put stuff out, though, right? That's... Well, yes, that yes. Online. And uh, the,
1: the new project that I'm doing with Cecilia, uh, it's called Gate to Venus. And we're, we're doing a, a weekly, weekly Tuesday and Friday live stream on Facebook and Instagram. And uh, starting on Thursday, tomorrow night, the 16th of April at 8 p.m. Berlin time, which is Central European time, which is, you know, you do the math. Like 11, uh, 11, 11 a.m. West Coast. On the West Coast Exactly, 2 p.m. New York. Uh, we're doing something on Stage It, which is stageit.com, which is pretty cool. And we had a good experience there about a month ago. But yeah, we're just, we're, when I say we're going within, yeah, we're, we're broadcasting and stuff, but we're, we're going within in that we're performing live for countless It's not about numbers, but people from all over the world, but we just, it's so weird to perform and not hear any applause. That's actually not a problem. It's just like a new thing. And now I find that my dreams are filled with memories of of actual concerts or fictional concerts in my dreams, of being in situations where people are in the same room and uh, we're in close contact with other human beings without restrictions
3: yeah yeah and you mentioned you're so you know i'm hunkering down solo i'm i'm all by myself in my attic in olympia washington but you are cohabitating through this uh pandemic we've i've spoken with people who are like living with kids people who are staying with friends um how and your your partner who you're staying with is also your partner in music in, in Gate to Venus.
1: Yes, and we're and we're very very lucky, and and actually we get along very well, and um, yeah, we're we're very lucky, and we have a little masonette apartment. There's a bedroom on the on the top floor and a living room and a kitchen, bedroom and a bathroom on the top floor, living room and a uh, kitchen on the first floor, and little ante rooms, and uh, yeah, we have just enough space to not go crazy, but we're also very Astronomically compatible, so that's cool.
3: Well, what is fill us fill us in on what you mean by astronomically compatible? Because I think this may get us into talking about your song. Just because, well, one of the things I just want to share a memory. I I remember that the last time you were on Radio Eight Ball, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure it was on Myra Flynn's episode. Yes, and you called in. It, and at the end, but your question was all about uh, about uh, Atlantis, well, and if you'd so ever find that, Atlantis.
1: That's so funny that you mentioned that. And I think my question to Myra Flynn was, you know, I'm here, I'm here working on this record, and the, the people I'm working with, I'm like, oh, uh, I I gotta take a break, you know, I got to call. They're like, what is it now, Gabe? Oh, <laughs> I'm like, I'm <laughs> like no, this it's this radio show, and it's like, ask the eight ball, and they were like, they're. Mit- awesome um, magicians, the producers, um, they work at like the magic castle and shit. So they were like, oh, so, oh wait, it's the eight ball. So what question are you going to ask? And I, I told them I'm just going to improvise. So,
4: Okay. Is it that well,
0: time?
3: Now it's time to improvise.
0: <laughs> is that a segue? Yeah. What's are you guys your,
3: ready? Yeah, yeah. What's your question for the pop four? Oh my God. I'm so, I'm so
1: happy you guys asked. My question is, how can I, come to terms with the fact that Atlantis is real, it existed, and nobody else believes me. Underwater civilizations
3: existed. How can you come to terms with the fact that <laughs> that Atlantis existed and nobody else believes you? <laughs> well, and I,
1: as an addendum, I would say Neptune, you know, like the Trident, Neptune, uh, the sea, which is, you know, I'm a water sign, but Myra's a fire sign. So are you, Andres? And I'm not sure about, you know, rising signs and so forth, but we're in uh, Libra now, which is air sign. We're in vernal uh, equinoxes past. Time of year always makes me think of Atlantis and, like, you yeah, know, so that's my question.
0: With a latent trigger in a starting race. Or a heckled singer who won't leave the stage A getaway car with a busted tire You know this heart of mine has always been a liar But you must want my pretty wings Wrapped around your broken things This is my ode to temporary Wrapped around your broken things. This is my own to temporary love. When they don't know what we know, even if they did, they try to keep control of something you can only love by letting go. Something you can only love here on the threshold, baby. Goodbye. Everything I've ever known in my damn life even when I try to keep you out of my mind, you come back twice.
3: So yeah, so you asked that. Well, what's great András is that today,
1: August, uh, August, I always confuse April with August. Uh, April 15th, and today is my, my niece. Four and eight. My, yeah. uh, yes, my niece, Rashawn, Rich, it's her birthday today. And uh, she was born the same week that I decided to move to New York City. So. This, her birthday always marks my descent into New York City, which now was a very long time ago. But um, today, April 15th, 2020, I received in the mail a book about Atlantis that I would encourage all of your listeners to
3: obtain, and it's called A Dweller on Two Planets. That kind of goes to both the question I was asking about sort of like when you say you're astrologically aligned with your partner and that that's oh, part of a oh makes wait i never work. answered that question am i being a politician no no but but also well no cuz i i'm being a bad interviewer because i ask you a question and then i add more stuff but cuz that's where i see the the synchronicity and the context is you know living on two planets i think is a perfect theme for uh, a lot of this stuff, but let's let's go let's go back to that. So, when you say that you're astrologically aligned with your partner, what do you mean by that?
1: Well, I'm a Cancer, uh, which is a water sign, uh, and she is a Taurus, and she is an Earth sign. So, water and Earth quite naturally go together. So, it's just kind of as simple as that. And I won't expound on that at this time. But yeah, it's uh, it's we're very lucky. <coughs> Excuse me. I did a social distancing cough right there (coughs) into my (laughs) inner elbow. Um, Good for you. Thank you. Um, But uh, basically, yeah, we are aligned and we met and uh, it sparks blue and we started a band and we made a record and we're very proud of the record and we're promoting it now, but we've already started on the next record. So.
3: Now, hold on a second here. You said water and earth. Mm -hmm. When water and earth meet, It's not really sparks that fly. It's more like a mist that's created. It makes me think of uh, of a waterfall, Uh, like the waterfalls we have here in Olympia, Washington, that you know so well. I know about the waterfalls.
1: They're beautiful. But no, when... mm, Let's... Okay. Uh, Sparks flew, I was talking about... uh, I Amor- understand what you mean. Amorous sparks, yeah. And then there's the fact that earth and water coexist all over the planet, so that works. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. just as far as like shorelines and like oceans and continents and
3: such. I guess I was just saying that when I think of the erotic meeting of earth and water, I think. Actually, I when you said that, like, sparks flew in my mind. What I saw was the way that the mists are created at uh, at Tumwater Falls in Olympia when and those falls when they like just oh, your, those falls. Yes, yeah, actually, yeah. They, you know what I mean in, when in like that's season. the yeah. erotic charge that comes from the power of like pure power of water. Yeah, meeting the unyielding but welcoming Earth, right? Just bam, and then it's one of the most beautiful things. I know, maybe I'm just, I've been thinking of wanting to go to that park, but uh, it's been closed, so I can't. I'd have to sneak down there. Well, you could totally uh, to sneak mingle my there. breath. With you it. could totally I could. Sneak down there because nobody's there. <laughs> I, know, <laughs> nobody's, I, know, I know. Nobody's. Nobody's anywhere. <laughs> so we actually let's explore that for a second. Now, you we share some synchronicities. Uh, you went to high school in Olympia, Washington, where I grew up and where I'm I'm broadcasting from right now. I did. Uh, you lived in Santa Cruz, where I was born. That's right. Uh, That's incredible. you have. Your name is Gabriel. My brother's name is Gabriel. And I was just noticing from looking at the at your picture on the on the WhatsApp here that we share the same uh, chicken pox scar on our nose that I, you know, but it's not
1: I don't call it a chicken pox scar, bro. W- what do you call it? I call it a beauty mark.
3: Yeah, well, you and my brother, that's why, that's why, one of the wee reasons you're a mom and my brother, he's definitely the poetic optimist.
1: Well, I don't want uh, to, it's not curmudgeon. a chicken pox scar, a chickenpox scar, I have one of those on my arm when I was inoculated or vaccinated from the chicken pox when I was a child,
3: but uh, yeah, those things on our noses, it's, they're beauty marks, man, they're beautiful. Well, I got mine because I scratched, I picked at a chicken when I was a kid. And that scar never went away. I mean, it's pretty much gone by now. But in a black and white shot like the one that's on your picture. Anyway, I did not mean to suggest... On the last episode, we were talking about how my brother has been known to wear a diaper. And I had to make it very clear that I had ne- never suggest that you would. Well, wait, wait, we a diaper? A diaper? Wait, 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 I missed that. It's, I it's, my, my, I, I, uh, it's actually a story of uh, the greatest synchronicity of my life was running into my brother in Europe when he didn't know I was going to be there and I didn't know he was going to be there. And there was pre cell phones. And I had just got there and I'm walking down the street and this guy is walking and I'm walking with these two producers from this film that had just cast me. And they're on either side of me. And I see this guy walking towards me with these two hippie girls on either side of him. And he's wearing nothing but like a diaper toga thing and a, a gold tooth wrapped in his beard. And uh, it was my brother walking towards me. And we just both were had our minds blown. So... Uh, anyway yes um let, let, let's get but let's get back to the to the show here I, I it's so easy to devolve into synchronicity but the the thing that I wanted to talk with you about before we get into your reading is uh, is what you made of Anna's question and your beautiful song paper airplane as the answer
1: oh well I have a great um, well I don't know if it's great I shit that sounded like i was talking like donald trump there for a minute no i, I have uh, i have an opinion <laughs> you have a strongly <laughs> felt opinion yes yeah, so basically when you from what i heard from the from the episode uh, prior um there was a little bit of talking from the question that predicated the song choice of i think it was number eight in in the original episode that I did with you at Star Burns Industries on the 23rd of June of 2018 where my friend Joel Shearer asked the question what will it take to get this bloated sack of human pus out of office right and then then I started the song and then when Anna is it Anna or Anna Anna. Anna. When Anna commented on it, she said, "Well, the first lyrics were about a sack of human pus and getting out of office." So basically, we're talking about Donald Trump, right? So the mm-hmm. first thing that came to my mind, because her question was, "What month would the, this whole shelter-in-place thing be over?" I just thought about November, because that's when the election is, right? Ah. And then with the help of Cecilia, we we put together a an actual paper airplane and we counted how many folds in a piece of paper. I love the way you think. Eight by 13 piece of paper would it, would it take to make a paper airplane? And the answer was actually seven. How many folds? So seven plus four which is the month that we're in now, April, four plus seven is 11, which is November. So it made me think, what on what honest answer to it what made me think that uh, you know, no matter if Biden wins, because obviously Bernie Sanders is out now, which is a real shame. And uh, I really liked that, that post that you sent me on Facebook saying if you send Gabriel Gordon five bucks, he will
3: mm-hmm. vote joe biden but i actually i don't know i i'm not saying i I will will. i i wouldn't i said that i will will vote for joe biden if people send you five dollars exactly exactly but um i think we all know i would never sell your vote i would never sell yeah but no 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 but i think we all know how we feel about it if it buys you some recording gear or something sure i'll vote i'm i live in washington i my vote does not matter i could be voting in texas it doesn't matter Anyway, exactly.
1: Sorry. And I vote in New York, even though I'm in Berlin, but I've uh, heard that they're shutting down the postal service soon. So vote by mail or uh, absentee ballot absentee Vote by Amazon. Ballot. Yeah, maybe Jeff be- Bezos will be in charge or maybe Bill Gates. We don't know. But anyway, yeah. all I'm trying to say is that the answer to the, her her response to the answer to the question of my song, Paper Airplanes, I think is basically November. I think we'll be done with this by November one way or the other. And I also think that the song itself, and I spoke with Cecilia about this, and you also alluded to it in your your uh, um, response to the question, uh, which is that it's like an interior thing, like because that song was really about going into the depths of yourself and searching around for answers. And maybe there is no answers other than meeting your other self.
3: Yeah. Yeah. And again, there's that idea of, what was it the, the title of the Atlantis book, Living in Two Worlds? Oh, no, it's called a, a Dweller on Two Planets. A Dweller on Two Planets. I guess that's sort of what it made me think. There's something about the paper airplane and that idea of being far away oh, from hey, someone. Oh, yeah. Hey, 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 Andres, Andres, I'm, I'm sitting here with, with Cecilia and A Dweller on Two
1: Planets, one plus one. What does that equal? Eleven. Well a dweller on two planets. So, no, so no, hey no. Can, I, can I introduce Cecilia
3: Beck into this conversation because she has a couple things to say about this whole Oracle. Oh yeah, of course. Of course.
6: <laughs>
3: hey, <Andrew>. Hi, Cecilia. <laughs> yeah,
6: how's
3: Good, good. Well, uh I I f you're first of all, welcome to Radio Eight Ball in the realm of the pop oracle and as uh, a member of the duo Gate to Venus and which is Gabriel's new, uh, product, uh, project. Sorry. would never say it called it a product. I meant a project. That was a miss. That uh, was a misstatement, but, um, project with video. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Um, Uh, So welcome to Radio 8Ball, and you have an idea about uh, that reading?
6: Thank you so much. Yeah, well, actually, we just came to those conclusions together. So I don't know if I have so much more to say about it than that. But yeah, we were just uh, analyzing a little bit, and and the number 11 came up a couple of times. So we were just thinking November.
3: So mind if I ask you just a question about it? This is where I might have gone with with Gabriel, but you're doing this as a team, so... uh, Yeah. I'm. You sort of went in the direction that I tend to go with, with the reading, which is sort of a, sort of a sideways, intellectual, non-textual reading. Uh, I I tend to like to like look around the, at the edges of the readings to try and find like the little sinks that you might not notice if you were just listening to the song. But at the same time, I also like to think about what's the emo, what's sort of the emotional tone of the song and what the song is uh trying to tell us as an answer to maybe the question behind the question you know the question mm-hmm. is what month will this end but obviously there's a lot behind that question
1: mm-hmm. uh, and 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 may, 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 and Andros, may i interrupt you did make the very astute comment saying you didn't ask what year
3: right right so uh so yeah so that's why i'm just kind of curious uh, Cecilia, did you have when you when you listen to that reading and you think about that song? Is there do you have a particular relationship with that song that might um, I don't know uh, shine some light on another way to look at this?
6: Well, first of all, it's one of my favorite songs of Gabriel's. Um, I think it's really beautiful, and it is talking about going deep underwater and going up in the sky. And um, <clears throat> I think it just um, it reflects what the time we're going through in in different ways like that we're going inside to to like take take a moment both like i like both on a physical place like being inside but also going inside yourself um to find answers and then coming up above water again and into the sky so i think it more for me on a emotional or like a spiritual way it it more talks about the what we are going through in the time but but i don't for me it didn't really talk about what what month it could be per se
3: but i do think it's don't you feel like it speaks to that sense of feeling distant from someone but also feeling close to them as well i mean i feel like that's what's the real takeaway for me from that is that we're all saying when will this end but what is it that is ending and if the song is sort of saying we'll pay attention to where you are right now then mm-hmm. where we are right now is being separated but also feeling very connected in our separation and that's such an odd feeling and i when i it could be horrific or it could be stressful but when i think of it with that song as the background it mm-hmm. feels more like oh this is just this is just a psychedelic trip and it is a, when you look at it like that it's a total trip you know yeah uh, you know, we're all we all have to become shaman doing our rituals in some sort sort of solitude and you know going in and going in and going in and then broadcasting out and going in um, I'm curious did either this is this is to both of you did you get a chance to listen to today's song of the day uh, for April 15th yeah the blanket
1: for it and what what I took away from it was the the um the beauty of the harp, there was some harp going on, and Mm, the blanket fort, I mean, you know, we, like I said, we we live in a, in a, like a little masonette, so it's like two floors, so sometimes, you know, we stay in our bedroom, and sometimes we camp out in the living room, so it reminded me of that.
3: Oh, nice.
1: Just, like, like camping out, like a blanket fort, like, Mm. you know, just shut the world out Mm. again. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's a beautiful, it's a beautiful song.
3: Blanket forts and paper airplanes. Like I could almost see those as being lines together in a Bacharach song, you know?
1: (laughs) Oh yeah. Well, uh, uh, blanket forts and paper airplanes and looking and waiting and (laughs) waiting. Exactly.
3: (laughs) Well, now that we've gone through all of that, it gets to the fun part of the show where you get to ask your question to the Pop Oracle, Gabriel. So first of all, do you have the app at the ready? I do. Excellent, excellent. And do you know what your question is?
1: I do, and I'm going to speak it into the app right now. Is that cool? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here we go. You ready? Yeah. How good will the world be at Christmas 2020? And give it a shake. And I gave it a shake. And what came up is, oh my God, people's parties. Shut up, really?
3: Yeah, no, I mean, yeah kp and johnny hawthorne people's parties doing people's parties from the episode of radio eight ball where we met yeah wow. okay cool well uh i guess we have to work on getting joni mitchell to show up for next week's episode but let's listen to it now and uh and come back and talk about it
1: how, but how many how many What are the chances of that happening? Uh, There's 2,000 songs in there. Dude, that's fucking crazy. I got the chills. So here we go. We're going to listen to it together. Okay.
3: Okay? Yeah.
1: And did I play on this with them?
3: No. I don't think so. Okay.
1: Yes, I did. I did play with them. (laughs) I I was guessing. That's insane. (laughs) What the fuck? Andres.
5: style they've got stamps for many countries they've got passports. smiles some are friendly some are cutting some are watching it from the wings some are standing in the center giving to get something photo beauty gets attention and her eye base running down she's got a rose in her teeth and a lampshade crown one minute she's so happy Having it all
3: Okay. Well, that was People's Parties performed on Radio Eight Ball on March twenty second, two thousand eighteen, by KP and Johnny Hawthorne with. What now? With is that? No. Wait. 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 Was that them?
1: I. I, I thought that was. I thought that I did that on June twenty second.
3: No, In the, 2018. That was your that June 22nd was your was uh, where you performed okay, on your so own you're, show. You're telling me
1: that that wasn't me playing guitar right
3: there. That was that was Johnny Hawthorne playing that guitar. Yeah, yeah. I know. I mean, this is the power of Joni. Is uh, she just wow? Yeah, well, I just. I'm looking at the just... pictures, and yeah, the pictures are. And that was the answer to Steve Gregoropoulos's uh okay so i'm i'm totally wrong all i know is that johnny hawthorne sounds exactly how i would
1: play that song <laughs> because i play that song exactly like that
3: that's beautiful that's beautiful you're like uh two what is it uh two dwellers on the same like living on the same planet that... a dweller on two planets Yeah, you're, but, what, but the pla- what on planet, planet- joni you're both you're both uh dwellers yeah. on that planet so maybe that wasn't me okay so i'm
1: but wait, 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 Andres, wait, wait, wait. I'm just so confused right now. But like KP, we did that song together. You
3: uh, did the theme song to Radio Eight Ball uh together. And were
1: they get and were they guests in the studio at Starburns on June on 22nd
3: no they were they were part of that was your june 22nd was yours just i don't want to confuse the listeners on june 22nd 2018 gabriel gordon performed solo as the guest on uh radio eight ball on his own show that were featured a lot of uh gabriel your own your friends like joel shearer and brian bender and a lot of the folks that oh, you wait, introduced me to. The, the, but, oh, earlier, wait, than right. that, but earlier than that earlier than that you performed the 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 day I met you on our Joni Mitchell tribute on the equinox March twenty second of twenty eighteen. And that's where KP Ah. and Johnny Hawthorne performed that song, People's Parties, as the answer to a question from Steve Gregoropoulos. You also performed that day uh, you did The Wolf That Lives in Lindsay as the answer to my question on that episode. And you also performed with Carla Olson uh, uh, on Sid Woodstock, Straw. and with Sid Straw. Oh, okay, Um So okay. you were all over that okay. session, just not this particular one. Although, uh, as you say, um, you know, uh, the uh, the the spirit of Joni's guitar playing, uh, flows through you and Johnny as if you were part of this of one body. Uh, I mean, I just feel like, I feel like Joni was playing it,
1: or and I I don't have a big ego, but. I mean, but it like I thought it was either Joni or me on that one, but it was Johnny. And I'm just so happy that I'm not crazy okay. because I am crazy. So, so let, but let's, um, think my about, foot's in my mouth
3: now. So let's, it's, let's, let's it's, move on. It's all good. The, the, the thing is, uh, your question was where, you know, how happy will we be at Christmas 2020? And, I have to say, this is a very, uh, well, on the surface level, it's a very optimistic answer. People's parties. Although, as you know, that's not the, I guess the singer in the song isn't having the best time at this party. So uh, what do you think about this song as the answer to your question about how good things, how happy we're going to be or how good things are going to be? uh, Christmas 2020.
1: Well, after having met Jodi and spent some time with her, I mean, she, she's, she's the most sage person I've ever met. Um, sage wisdom, but, um, I'd say people's parties, I mean, yeah, we could look at it on the surface and say like, well, everybody's going to be together, but it, In my mind, after answering the question from your show from last week with Anna and the paper airplanes and then doing the math that we did with the four, which is the fourth fourth month of the year, April plus seven, which is the number of folds you have to do in a piece of paper to get a paper airplane. Plus the fact that the answer to that question was about when is Donald Trump gonna not be president? We came up with eleven, and then, then I asked the question, unrelated, asking about Christmas, which is the twelfth month. Uh, I think we're all going to be able to be together again by November slash December. That's the that's the easy answer. And as far as what what's jo- what Joni's talking about in the lyrics, I mean, she says, I mean, it's a heavy song. She it's from her album Court and Spark from 1974, and she was talking about. Um, Uh, All the people at these parties, uh, they got a lot of style. They've got stamps of many countries. They've got passport smiles. In one minute, uh, they've got passport smiles. Some are friendly. Some are cutting. Some are watching it from the wings. Some are standing in the center giving to get something. Photo beauty gets attention, then her eye paint's running down. She's got a rose in her teeth and a lampshade crown. And one minute she's so happy, then she's crying on someone's knee, saying, laughing and crying. You know, it's the same release. And what and what I love about the song is that she keeps going, and there's no chorus. There, there's no verse. It's just like verse, 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 verse. verse. It's like, oh, yeah, it's, a, it's beautiful. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's no refrain. So then she goes on to say, I told you when I met you, I was crazy. Cry for us all beauty. Cry for Eddie in the corner thinking he's nobody and Jack behind her, his joker and Grace behind her fan and me in my frightened silence thinking I don't understand. I feel like I've been sleeping. Can you wake me? You seem to have a broader sensibility. While I'm just living on nerves and feelings with a weak and a lazy mind, And going to people's parties, fumbling, deaf, dumb, and blind. I wish I had more sense of humor, keeping the sadness at bay, throwing the lightness on these things, laughing it all away, laughing it all the way, laughing it all the way. So I think it. I mean, you know, make of it what you will. But I think what the the pop oracle is saying (laughs) is that we're all gonna be cool, we just gotta keep going inside and just keep realizing that that the world has changed and we have to deal with it. There's no running away from that. Like, we, we can be distant from people right now, but we will reconnect with people, but in the end, we still have to deal with ourselves.
3: Do you mind if I ask what Cecilia thinks about that? Not at all since we have you here, you know, well, uh, what
1: you- <laughs> <laughs> it's a double issue.
6: <laughs> well, um, mm-hmm. so, yeah, so I think one of the brilliant things about her is that she is always able to combine something really dark with something really light. And she likes to write really positive, uh, major uh, chord songs uh, with kind of sad lyrics. And, which brings some kind of harmony to itself um, and the other way around. Um, but um, I think there's also, when she writes songs, I've heard her say, um, and I'm not quoting her directly, but I've heard her talk about that, um, that when people ask her what, what, what her songs mean, they mean whatever they mean to the people that listen to it. Um, so they can mean a lot of things. Of course, there's a, a sad character in the song um, that is uh, struggling. One person at a party, uh, but there's a big party where there's a lot of, you know, um, a lot going on, and many people are feeling many different things. And and even though she's like the last verse, she's talking about I wish I had more sense of humor, and she was that she was able to laugh it all away. But she's like emphasizing at the end, laughing it all away, laughing it all away, laughing it all away. So um, again, I'm taking on maybe more of a critical or like analytical
3: um, we share that kind of
6: view <laughs> as you were comparing yours to mine in the beginning. but I think it could it could mean different things, but I definitely. Think that around Christmas we'll all be at a party where there's a lot of different things going on like there always is, and people have different feelings and emotions and situations they're going through. And um yeah. Um it'll be what do they call it, the new normal on the other side. <laughs> Just like any party
3: That's a phrase that is is getting really it's I don't know. You can say something it. it's about getting
6: it. a little annoying.
3: Well, it's just because it seems like it could be a euphemism for some really <laughs> terrible things, and the new normal does not. Like, just that's, the word that's wrong. "normal"
6: is, not, is like. Yeah, what know, is normal?
1: What is normal to begin with, and what is the new normal? Because,
3: like, yeah, we, <laughs> right. We already, the we old already, normal was we already know not that normal. We
1: normal. To begin with, <laughs> <laughs>
3: right. And I think maybe that's one of the things that I get out of this reading is just regardless of the setting. So again, so there's one thing, which is obviously people's parties. That's how good it's going to be. We're going to be get together again. But when I think about it, I think about the singer in the song. And she, even though there's a party going on, she is alone in her thoughts and her noticing of it and then maybe that's what that sort of oh, the right? new she's normal thing is like at the party is. but like,
1: not not interacting actually cuz she's only observing right
3: yeah. yeah and and i think there's something about that like that we are all i think it's so i think the song maybe speaking to the you know it's like in in the, in the dream you're everyone in the dream mm-hmm if you're you know in your dream you're every all the characters in the dream are just representations of you and in this you know so we're jack and we're the woman with the rose and the teeth teeth who's laughing and crying we're all these things but also we're the witness watching this and wishing we had more of a sense of humor about it but we know how hard it was to get here and we know like you can't undo these hours we're spending with ourselves with each other with the the terrible possibilities as well as the hopeful ones and you know just there's something about her in this song she's she's uh she's singing like she's you know it's like the tom petty line like she's a refugee like she is at the party and it's great to be at a party but there's a part of her that sees something that these people don't see And it's her experience and it, me, and that's why it's universal. I think if it was just about what a great Mm. party, (laughs) you know, then it wouldn't, it wouldn't be a Joni Mitchell song, right? It would be a, you know, a party song, a, a dance party song. And this is not that this is a song for people who are isolated, even when they're in a group, and there's something about that that I think speaks to where we're at right now, not just in yeah. The and
1: I, I mean that that said, I mean you know she she lives in in L.A., which is the greatest city um, on the earth for for being uh, surrounded by millions of people, but being in complete and total isolation. And you know that from spending a lot of time there. Yeah, and I know that too and everybody that lives there knows that that's why I just couldn't live there. (laughs) But, um, but yeah, man, Andres, wow. This is great.
3: So, uh, yeah. So in the next episode, I'll be trying to get uh, KP Hawthorne and, or Joni Mitchell to come on and talk about that as the answer to the question. And I can uh,
1: definitely try to help you with that. And we can talk about that later. We'll talk about that later. Well, <laughs>
3: well, we'll we'll see how she likes it. You know, we'll put it out and we'll see how how they all like it. You know, just like with you, I didn't know if I would. You're a busy guy. I didn't know if I'd get you on the show. You know, I feel very blessed that you decided to to join us and that you brought along such a an insightful and soulful partner. Well, thank you. We're we're very happy to be here. Yeah. It was and um, can we can we just tell you guys
1: about what we're doing?
3: You you beat me to the punch. That's exactly where I was heading. Can tell us about the project that you're working so, on. So
6: yeah, we just came out with uh, on Spring Equinox. We came out with our debut album uh, called Chrysalis Metropolis. Chrysalis is um, side side uh, A to um, to this like double LP virtual double LP, uh, and it's about transformation. Metropolis is about city um, cities. So we made these songs um, actually while traveling through cities um, on on Metropolis and and the other ones are more uh, spiritual songs, I guess you could call it. Um, and uh, yeah, we released that on March 20, and uh, and we're just out playing. We were out playing all these concerts. We had a, a residency here in Berlin and a bunch of concerts lined up over the summer in. Denmark, Berlin, New York, um, and yeah, different places around in Germany that were cancelled. So now we're just doing it all from from Venus, over the ether, <laughs> uh, instead. And uh, we're having our shows, and we're just checking in with our all our followers on Instagram Live and Facebook Live on Tuesdays and Fridays, 8 p.m. Uh, CET, which... Yeah, you've repeated the times before, um, and then on Thursdays we're doing actually actual concerts. So on stage it on stage it, um, and you can find the links um, in our social.
3: And the listeners to this show are the kind of folks who you know look at archetypes and draw connections. And when you say gate to Venus, can you tell us what's Venusian? How are you inspired by? The sort of venusian idea or is that just for fun fun poetry or is there are there some some depths to that i imagine there's there's some thought that goes into choosing the name
6: well actually it's funny that you're asking this question today because it's related to that book A dwell on two planets Uh, one of the first conversations gabriel and i had were uh, was about um, this book, and I was traveling. Uh, actually, sitting on an airplane on my way to New York, and Gabriel was in Berlin. And we, he sent me some a recording of some chords he had. Uh, he was composing a song, and and sent me a recording of that up to the plane I was sitting in. And and I wrote some lyrics back uh, based on the conversations uh, we had had. And we were talking about um, the Ishtar Gate here at Pergamon Museum in Berlin. Um, Ishtar being, um, being you know the, the goddess like Venus, um, and so that's what it's based on. That's what our first song was called, and we thought it would be, be a powerful name for a duo.
1: And and also that the the this one in the book, uh, a dweller on two planets. In the second part of the book, it talks about the uh, Mount Shasta being, a portal portal to to the planet Venus. Yes, we were
6: talking about uh, that. You week. know,
1: Elizabeth Clare Prophet and uh, I think her husband, uh, Mark Clare Prophet, they, they dealt with that stuff. And then also many different masters uh, talk about these things. But in this book that was um, composed in...
6: 1864
1: 1880 yeah it was actually published for the first time 18 1888 and and the the guy who wrote it was like 19 years old and he had written it from like the back of one sentence to the other anyway i'm not trying to convince anybody everybody should check it out for themselves but for me when i found discovered this book it was just by walking into a bookstore on fourth avenue in manhattan when I was very young and the book literally fell out of the bookshelf and hit me on the head, um, you know, and then I read the book, but I was just in front of the section of the bookstore that said reincarnation and California, which of course I was drawn to just because of those two things. But um yeah, everybody should check it out and, you know, make your own conclusions. But um, from, from my conclusion, um, the, according to, to what i i believe in or not what i be, believe in but just um yeah mount chasta and venus and ishtar and this museum here in berlin it's all connected so we decided to call the band gate to venus because there is a gate to venus and it's in berlin and it's also in northern california
3: and it also uh has the quality there i forgot i just learned what the word it's like those were wo- uh when you when you misinterpret the the words of a s of a song like a favorite song like the jimi hendrix excuse me while mm-hmm, i kiss yeah. this guy uh there there's that in this too because it's also gay to, <laughs> gay
1: to me. oh is that called disembank this what's it called disambiguation no
3: yeah something like that uh do. what do
1: you
3: what do you mean what does that mean, I mean it means you, you could get yourselves booked at all of the pride fests Love it. that would be so cool <laughs> yeah we're you know yeah we're gates to venus but gate to venus but that's just for the people who don't really know we're really gay <laughs> to <laughs> venus <laughs> and it's like that's what it me. takes that's what it takes to get to venus we have to get over all of this yes. binary sexuality we're all you know we got you you got to be gay <laughs> to get to venus <laughs> no straight there's just you just can't fit straight people <laughs> don't fit on, on <laughs> Venus. Just, you, you, you gotta yeah. be fluid you gotta love be able it. to move that, that's, a little bit that's you know? so yeah. great
6: <laughs> but yeah bottom line both gabriel and i are very interested in um in inside work and uh, channeling and and meditation and and different different things uh, like that so it just it just um it just fit us it just came out of nowhere just and, and, and the yeah. theme, I don't know why, but and, when we said when we talked about it, it just stuck with us. Yeah. And if,
1: for anybody that's looking for the book, it's called A Dweller on Two Planets. And the official author is named Frederick S. Oliver. Oliver.
3: I'll provide any links that you give me in the show notes so people can click on them, including links to check out Gate. To
1: Venus, which is www.gate.com to venus with a number two dot com yeah Prince style. Uh, yeah print style right
3: you know gabriel cool so you know what i'd love to <laughs> you know I, if if you're cool with it i'd like to continue the conversation i'm i have to ask my question so if you don't mind uh if you don't mind h- hanging out for is like 25 the bonus, minutes or so bonus ep- we'll is this the bonus? record this is of the course. bonus episode for the patreon Let's subscribers and uh, and for those of you who are not following along in that, that's fine. Thanks a lot for hanging out with uh, with us in Olympia and Berlin and wherever you are. And Venus. And, and Venus. Uh, to... Thank you. Uh, and Venus. Yeah. And thank you, Gabriel and Cecilia, for uh, being a part of this. And we'll we'll continue this on the Thanks for bonus portion. Us. Thank you. Thank you for giving your attention and intention to this episode of Radio 8 Ball Season 3, The Happening, with our guest, Gabriel Gordon, and his partner, Cecilia Beck. If you like the show, you can help other people find us by rating and reviewing Radio 8 Ball positively wherever you get your podcasts. I highly encourage you to download our free app from the iTunes App Store. It features a new episode of Radio 8 Ball every week and allows you to play host and engage the pop oracle alone or with friends. And as someone who has been pretty much the only host of Radio 8 Ball for uh, at least a a couple decades now, I can tell you, it's a hoot. And uh, finally, I do hope you'll want to hear the second half of our session and subscribe to our show on Patreon. I've made it as inexpensive as they will allow me to one dollar a month gets you the bonus episode but it's not really so much about the money as the action you know if you subscribe it helps me to know that you're really listening and i'll be honest that always means a lot to me but this season it means even more um this week's bonus episode has some exciting stuff in it too gabriel and i argue about the who joni mitchell tarot cards and we also agree on some stuff like that uh Like, we agree that you should definitely subscribe to us on Patreon. And you can find a link to the original uh, reading that featured Gabriel Gordon's paper airplane in the show notes. And we're going to close out our episode with a song from Gabriel and Cecilia's new project. The song is Gate to Venus from Gate to Venus. And with that, I'm out. Until next time, I'm your host, Andros Jones, wishing you lots of spine-tingling synchronicities connections with the natural world and all the inspiration you can handle.
1: Or can we can
6: we just play you a song right now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do, why don't we just do "Gate to Venus" since we've been talking so much about it? let do it. Can, yeah. can we do that? Okay. Let's do it.
1: Gate to Venus by Gate to Venus.
0: <laughs>
6: Flying through the air, a set of new emotions. I'll go, you'll meet me there
5: above the Arctic Ocean. You sent me little tapes, a cut of new devotion, like shiny, sunny lakes. So sunny. you say.
2: to
0: Venus One day there'll be no space between us So you say You know the gate to Venus One day there'll be no space between us the Arctic Ocean You're flying
1: through the air The ground is white frozen You're far away from here So you say